Hello and welcome to episode 118 of the Nerd Input Podcast. My name's Andrew Goulart. With me is... Nick Clattenburg. It's another duet. A classic. It is. It's a classic Instant duet. Classic. Instant <laughs> So how you been? Excellent. Things are good. Yes. Good. Lots of video games recently. Yes, there has. Yes. Yes, there has been. Um, we, say we, uh, we do officially have to start that schedule probably this weekend. Yeah. On a Saturday. Yeah. I'll, I'll be playing I, all I don't weekend. want to tell people that. <laughs> I'll be playing all week. <laughs> uh, uh, so, but we did squeeze a couple of things in to watch. Just a few. So you know, uh, I know I got two, and uh, I, I think you I got two as well. You have two, so we got something to carry us. Yeah. So uh, what do you got? Uh, the first thing I watched uh, was last week because I know we didn't record. But yeah. um, first thing I watched was a Netflix movie called Triple Frontier. Uh, I have not seen this, but it looks very good. Oh, it is incredible, sir. Star-studded cast. It is. Oscar That's... Isaac, Ben Affleck, uh, Garrett Hedlund, uh, and, uh, oh, the, what's his name? Uh, the, guy, the guy from Sons. Oh, yeah, uh, Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam, yeah. yes. I, I just knew him as Jax Teller. Yes. But I, I know that that's not his real-life name. Yeah. But, yes, so, uh, and there was another guy in there. I can't remember what his name was. It was, like, a, a Hispanic guy in there? I believe so. Yeah, I can't remember his name. But it was uh, Five Guys, Burgers and Fries. Delicious. It is. <laughs> yeah. How do you like your burgers from there? Oh, pretty much every time I'll get the bacon cheeseburger, which is a double. Oh, of course it is. So a double bacon cheeseburger, and I'll get uh, onions, green pep, raw onions, green peppers, uh, jalapenos usually, and steak sauce, A1 Ooh. steak sauce. Delicious. And Cajun fries. All right. Yeah. All right. What about you? What's your, what's your go-to? Uh, my, my main one is double bacon cheeseburger. I get uh, pickles, mushrooms, and jalapenos. Delicious. No um, sauce? No No condiments. sauce. Nope. No sauce, no condiment. A little they're, bit of mayo. They're really cheap. A little bit of mayo. They're really cheap on the sauce anyways. Whenever I get A1, I can taste it in like one bite. Yep. It's like they put like a this, like the just tiniest that, little fingernail scoop. Yep. Just like that. Like a Coke it, nail scoop. Yeah, just, here you go. <laughs> you go. Ooh, ooh, that's too much. Remake it. Yep. Remake it. <laughs> Throw it in the trash. That's why it takes so long to get your food. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes if I'm feeling real fucking crazy, I'll replace the uh, Cajun fries with a bacon and cheese hot dog. <laughs> Uh, God damn! Yeah, <laughs> when I was trying to gain weight heavily, I ate that a lot for lunch. I was, I was gonna like, say, how am I not getting fat? I was gonna say I, I would have eaten that for a week, and that's it. That was it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so it was those five guys in there, and uh, it was really well done. Yeah, really great. Uh, great visual effects. Uh, Shot very well. The soundtrack was amazing. Oh, yeah? Uh, they played a lot of uh, Metallica. Oh, nice. Uh, who else? CCR, Bob Dylan. Uh, what is that? Uh, Fleetwood Mac. Nice. Just to name a few. Yeah. There was a few others in there. Sarah McLaughlin. Yes. Ace of Base. Ace of Base. <laughs> um, but there, it was a great storyline. Uh, pretty much... What is the... Yeah, I don't even know the overall plot to it, really, I don't think. Pretty much what it is, is it's all five guys. They were in a... Like paramilitary type group okay. together like they did work for their country yep but then they all kind of disbanded went their own way and you see them in their pretty much civilian jobs mm-hmm. and fucking work at enterprise rent a car one of them was a real estate agent <laughs> oh nice <laughs> another one was a motivational speaker <laughs> uh one of them was a uh like cage fighter nice and i was like i'm hey, homeless no. Okay. <laughs> no, none of them were homeless. Uh, Oscar Isaac's character still worked for the government, but like I said, still working kind of paramilitary. Yeah. Like did a lot of covert stuff. Yep. 
and found out that there was a major drug dealer that they knew where his compound was mm-hmm. and kind of estimated how much money they he had there. Yep. And they kept saying that the house is the safe. Like, all his money goes there. So they figure out a plan. And spoiler for anyone, you know, fast forward about, you know, uh, a couple minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so they... They storm, they do the reconnaissance mission, they figure out what's going on, they plan the day, they storm the house, and there's no money. Hmm. So they're like, what the fuck? And yeah. then they start realizing that there's drywall, there's paint, all this other stuff, and one of the guys goes, the house is the fucking safe. <laughs> it's in the walls, man. They pull it down. They start ripping the walls apart. Yep. And I, I don't even want to know how many bags. It had to have been at least 25 bags filled. With money. Jesus Christ. I think they said they estimated it being well over like three point something million that they took. Jesus Christ. So that divided by the five guys and yeah. everything. And I was like, wow, that's fucking insane. Uh, yeah. And uh, actually, no, it was more. It was, I think it was actually like 250 million. Okay. Yeah. So it was a lot more. Yeah. But um, it wasn't just three million. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'd take it. I'd take it anyway. <laughs> yes. But, I'm across the street for less than but you said 3.1 million. <laughs> 3.1? No, I want 3.5. Yeah. <laughs> I'll roll out of bed for that I shit. that Bryce Hopper money. Bryce Hopper money. <laughs> I want that Tony Robbins money. <laughs> oh, man. No, I want... Uh, fuck all that. I want Judge Judy money. Ooh, you know that money. bitch is rolling in cash. Gotta get this Judge Judy bread. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, of course, there's many things that happen along the way with getting the money from point A to point B. Yeah. And uh, I won't go into too many of the, the actual spoilers of things. Yeah. But uh, great movie. Yeah. Absolute great movie. If you haven't seen it or if it's in your list on Netflix, watch it. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, I think I'd enjoy that. It it, cool. And it's one of those... I, I definitely say it's a guy's movie. Yeah. It's very Expendables-esque. Yeah. But a little less over the top. More over the top. More over the top than Expendables? Well... Yeah. <laughs> Terry Crews is just walking down a hallway unloading people with a semi-auto shotgun <laughs> screaming. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it's less over the top. Okay. <laughs> but it is a great cast. It is a great movie. Dolph Lundgren ain't in it. No, Dolph Lundgren ain't in it. But Batfleck is. Okay, good. Where's the bat suit? Has bat ears on his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Oscar Isaac's just dressed up as Poe Dameron the whole time. No, he's just painted purple like Apocalypse. I forgot he was a part of yeah. it. was such a shitty movie. Yeah, it sucked. Saw it in theaters. He looked, he looked like, uh, what is it, Ivan Ooze? Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, yeah. He looked just like it. It was ridiculous. Had like the little chin out. Yeah, it, it really looked like they reused the same prosthetics. They're like, what can we get away with? Yeah, this movie's like 20 years old. Yeah, does anyone remember the fucking Power Rangers movie from 1996? They're like, do they? No, no, no. Yes, you're fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> All right, Ben Affleck, get in this fucking frog zord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to be the black ranger. Yeah. Get it right, all right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, like I said, if it's in, if it's on your list, anyone that's listening, watch it. You will not be disappointed. Um, great movie. Yeah. Uh, cool. The next thing I watched, also on Netflix, uh was the documentary version or the movie version based upon the autobiography of Motley Crue. Oh, dirt. The dirt. The dirt, yeah. Oh, such a great movie. Is it? I heard it. I heard, I forget what I was listening to. Someone was talking about how good it was. It was such a great movie. Just it's, tons of cocaine and oh, sex. Co- cocaine, heroin, 
<laughs> sex, drugs, rock and roll, fast cars. Like they they lived it, man. Yeah. And like after watching it, I wanted to live some of that. <laughs> I gotta get I gotta be in a band, man. Be like, I gotta get back in the band. <laughs> yeah. I played the band once. Yeah. I played one live show. It was horrible. At White's. White's a wedding. Yeah. yeah. Did I tell you that? Yeah, he did. Oh god. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I have to show you the movie just to just so you could believe it. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> Every every little bit of it. It was a waking nightmare. Oh god, the guitar riff, like it, it, like it wasn't horrible. It could use some work. Yeah, but it was not what it could have been. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, hard to believe. God, that was back when I was like last year of high school. So that's like 15, 16 years ago. Yeah. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Old as fuck, shit. Old, old as fuck now. <laughs> It's been long enough since high school that if you gave birth, in, if you had a kid in high school, they'd be in high school now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but I did watch, like I said, the movie The Dirt. Uh, great movie. Um, not really too many well-known people in there. So it, it's not a documentary. It's a it's a it's a movie, movie version based upon the autobiography book okay. of motley crew okay because there was a book that came out years ago called the dirt yeah and it was all about motley crew how they started uh where they all kind of came from their backgrounds yeah pretty much until today yeah and even in the movie it just jumps around yeah like it'll start from like nikki six being a kid to showing tommy lee then mick mars eventually it brings in vince neal but it shows where their backgrounds were, how they all came together, how they actually met. Yeah. And, like, I, I would say the... I really got, like, enthralled in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a good word to use, enthralled, but... <laughs> just learned today. I did. Thanks, I just, calendar. Yes, we're in the day, calendar. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, they start jamming together, and they had two guitar players at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, this actually happened because I remember reading some parts of The Dirt and Mick Mars, the guitar player of Motley Crue, looked at the guy that was trying out with them and went, look, there's only one room in one, one spot in this band for a guitar player. Obviously, I'm better. You suck. Take your toys and go home. <laughs> nice. And they depicted it in the movie that way. And I was yeah. like, wow, <laughs> that's pretty fucking accurate. Very confident. And... Then they were like, well, we need a lead singer. And then they go, <laughs> Nikki Six says, well, we need someone that like looks like David Lee Roth, but has like the moves of David Bowie. <laughs> and then Tommy Lee goes, I got the perfect guy. They go to some like backyard pool party. Yeah. And then <laughs> one of the guys goes, a fucking cover band singer? That's who you got? <laughs> and lo and behold... That was Motley Crue. Yeah. And it showed them jam live wire for the first time. And seeing it and kind of putting yourself into what would have happened back in the 80s. I was like, oh my God, this is Motley Crue. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You're like, I'm watching a Motley Crue documentary. All their names are the guys from Motley Crue, but I don't believe this. But this here is Motley Crue. But then you hear them jam live wire and you're like, whoa. (laughs) All right. Yeah. (laughs) Do they get into the... uh... The competition between Tommy Lee and Nikki Six, where they saw who could go the longest without showering and still getting laid. I don't believe they talk about that. It's like they, the only stories about Molly Crew that I know. Yes, uh, they did talk about the uh, when they were on tour with Ozzy. 
Oh, yeah? Yep, where Ozzy snorted a line of ants. Yes, oh, God. And, uh... Pissed on the Alamo? Uh, I, think <laughs> I, don't, it, I don't know it, if that was... I don't I, think it was that tour. It, it might have been. It might have been. But, uh, he did piss right near the side of the pool and decided to lap it up. Oh, God. And then <laughs> Nikki Six like, stood next to him, decided to piss... And was going to do the same thing. Yeah. Ozzy knocked him out of the way and started to lap up his piss. Oh my god. What the fuck? And they were like, this guy is what rock and roll is. <laughs> You're drinking everyone's I'm piss. Like, I'm like, that's not rock and roll. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in a band now. I no. changed my mind. I, like, I don't want to drink pee. I just want to play Livewire really loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all I want to do for the rest of my life. I want to lap up a stranger's piss next to a pool. Yep. It's got a bunch of dirty kid feet marks all over oh. the place. Not even that. <laughs> piss. True. There's also this piss. But I mean, it's like full of vitamins and stuff. That's true. It's fresh. It just came out. You just you're good to go. Tap. It's better than Poland Springs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just look at your water bottle. <laughs> That's why I get this here. Refresh spring water. Yes. Thanks, Shaws. <laughs> I'll give a shout out. Thanks, Shaws. Thanks, Shaws, for your shitty ultra-thin bottles that whenever I pull them out, like, if I leave the pack in my trunk for like... A day or two after we go grocery shopping because we still have water yes. in the house. I don't feel like bringing it inside. And it's like bouncing around in my trunk for a day or two. Inevitably, when I take it out, like two or three bottles out of the whole pack will have tiny little like pinprick holes in oh, it yeah. because the plastic's so shitty. Like the other day, I grabbed one, I picked it up, and it was just like sp- spraying out all of me. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but that is fucking hilarious. It happens all the time. Uh, but yeah, it shows, uh, shows all of Motley Crue what they went through. Um, you know, Tommy Lee's, uh, marriage to Heather Locklear. Yeah. Um, everything, you know, uh, Vince Neal's sobriety issues, all of their sobriety issues, them checking themselves into rehab, uh, them, Nikki Six dying yeah. from a drug overdose, then going back to his house and shooting up again. Jesus Christ. And yeah, like in, they were, pre- he was pretty much explaining it the whole time. So you'd hear like. I don't know if Nikki Six was actually narrating it, mm-hmm. but there were points where it did sound like his voice. Yeah. And uh, he was like, this is what rock bottom's like. And it shows him standing in front of a mirror and him saying it from what the book was. Uh, him looking at himself in the mirror with the needle still hanging out of his arm. Ugh. And he pretty much was like, yeah, this is what needs to be done. And then they all got sober and... I don't remember what album. I think they wrote like Theater of Pain after that. So they wrote like Home Sweet Home and all the other classics on that album. But yeah, and it shows them, you know, all of their like problems, what they dealt with, like regular life. And then at the very end, it shows them like all together walking out towards like the stage in the arena. Yeah. And I, I think how they ended it, they were like, it was just a, just how did they describe it? He says, oh yeah, it was a runaway, a kid drummer, an old man, and a cover band singer. He goes, <laughs> not anybody would make it, but we made it. Yeah. And then the movie ended. And I was like, I want to play drums again. <laughs> like instantly, I was just like, I want to play drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, it was... Uh, All my overdoses mean nothing because no, no one's ever heard of me. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise it was uh, it was good. So once again, if that is in your list or if you do see it pop up, check it out. Yeah. It's uh, it's good. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, I thought it was a straight up documentary, but I didn't know it was, it was, it was like a reenacted movie basically. Yeah, it kind of yeah. was. It was like a documentary slash reenactment 
yet depiction on a book. Yeah. So it was kind of like its own entity. Yep. But the cool thing was uh, after, obviously, the screen started rolling credits, they start showing behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. And it show, shows the guy who... Uh, well, actually, I don't want to say the guy because most people probably would know who he is. Who he is. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly yeah. plays Tommy Lee. Oh, does he? Yes. <laughs> so it shows him walk into like a trailer, and he looks at the camera and goes, Hey, what's up? Walks in. The actual... Actually, Tommy Lee comes out and he goes... Hey, what's up? And then walks away. And I'm like, I don't know why, but that just looks fucking cool. It's like a time machine. It was. Like, it showed him walking. He had, like, the, the the leopard pants on, the leather jacket, the long hair. And then it comes out and it shows him with, like, a sideways hat, all covered in tattoos. And he was just like, what's up, dudes? And then just continued on. And I'm like, I don't know why. This is just fucking hilarious. Yeah, you know, it showed like fat Vince Neil. Oh and yeah, they... <laughs> fucking Vince Neil's uh, Vince Neil's phase like uh, Val Kilmer. Oh yeah, he's in that phase of life. Oh yeah, he just uh, he got bit by a giant tick. Yeah, <laughs> so he got fucking. It was like he got stung by a million bees. Oh yeah, but it was good though. You know, like I said, they uh, they showed a lot of like behind the scenes stuff, or not behind the scenes, but like what nobody really knew about Motley Crue. Yeah, so it was uh, very well shot. Uh, showed their first performance yeah. like at some dive bar and how they got into a huge fist fight with the crowd. Nice. And then went back on stage and played. <laughs> and I was like, man, that's fucking rock and roll. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, uh, that was it for me. I didn't really have anything too exciting. Mostly it was just work and business this week. So, all right. Uh, what about yourself? Um, I watched. Uh, six out of eight episodes of a documentary series on Netflix. Oh, what, what called was it? The Disappearance of Madeline McCann. And uh, was I, that the girl that uh, disappeared in Portugal? Portugal, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, I, I saved it. I wanted to check it out. Uh, something very disappointing about the documentary itself is, as the very first episode before it even starts, the like disclaimer that comes up is. If you have any information on Madeline McCann's whereabouts, please call this number or go to this website. So I'm like, great, now I know she doesn't fucking get found. Which I'm like, I guess other people have heard of this story, like just in the news, but yeah. I hadn't. So I didn't know she was still missing. Like no. I could have watched the whole thing with some hope that they were going to find her or something like that. But they just spoil it right at the fucking beginning. It makes no sense. That's horrible. Like I get it. It makes sense in that, yeah, you still want to find her so you can get, want to get some tips if you can. Like oh, a lot of, of people course. watch Netflix, but still, as entertainment value... It's seriously shit all over, right? The oh, it, I, I wouldn't even want to fucking watch it then. Yeah, that's why I don't even know if I'm going to finish it. Like, we have two episodes left, but I'm like, what the fuck's the point? It's already I, not really interesting anymore. I mean, I've, I I would finish it personally because I would just like to know what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, she does get found. Yeah. But that's I, what happens. <laughs> I still like would to, to know how it ends yeah. without her getting found. Um, but <laughs> no matter how this ends, it just winds up without her getting found. Yeah, like halfway through the series, they uh, it really focuses on basically the pretty much like corruption of the Portuguese police department that was handling the investigation, uh, and like the lead detective. Some Portuguese. Yeah, fucking Portuguese. Are you you fucking you Portuguese? Portuguese? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say Gula. That's yeah. Portuguese. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like Gulag's French name. Yeah. Ah, it's close enough. It can be both actually. It can. I've looked it up. I it actually can. <laughs> be. That's why I said it. Apparently, there's a shit ton of Gulags in Brazil. <laughs> well, all Portuguese. <laughs> um, do, do you have a uh, an interest in like fishing or lawn care at all? <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I have an interest in extremely thick, dark eyebrows. <laughs> 
and well, and sideburns. Yeah, and being a man that's five foot two <laughs> with leathery dark uh, like sun charred skin. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the, like, uh, halfway through, it really focuses on the police departments, uh, like, their mishandling of the case and their, like, somewhat corruption, where they pretty much get it, like, in their head that it's the parents that did it, so they pretty much stop focusing on even looking for the child at all and just focusing on trying to find some kind of evidence mm-hmm. that points towards the parents so that they can, like, uh, accuse the parents. Now, what, what do you think so far? So far, I think she was kidnapped. Like just in general, room, yeah. by someone, yeah, it wasn't it had nothing to do with the parents. No, I don't think so. Really? No, not based, okay. on, not based on like the evidence. They had like no evidence. There was like no fucking evidence, and any evidence they did find was was like not almost non-existent. Like they, really, they they were trying to find evidence that like they killed the kid basically, but there was like nothing. There's no blood. There's no, no nothing. No, just girl just vanished. Yes. Wow. The girl vanished. So the pretty much how she was like she disappeared was. They're on vacation at this resort in Portugal in Algarve, and uh, they're like um, the parents and their group of friends. They're all, they all have their kids with them and stuff like that. They're all eating dinner like a block away from the like apartment that they rent. Basically, that's part of the resort, like their suite. And they left their child unattended. And they yeah, and they left their kids. The the Madeline was three years old, and they. What's wrong with these people? Right, they had three kids. Madeline, the oldest, three years old, and then two twins younger than her, and. All the parents all had kids. All the, like the group of friends all had kids, and they're all eating dinner. And like they said that like every twenty minutes, one of them would get up and go check on their kids and come back, and then the next person would get up and check on their kids and come back. But like they're completely unattended, small children. That's well, like the worst thing you could do. Yeah, what is like, wrong with it? It's not far away, but it's far enough away. Like it's like it's like a city block away. Like yeah. it's a it's a block like a, a New Bedford block away. Like a residential area block away. That's way too far. That's still too far, <laughs> yeah. man. I like, mean, like... Uh, I you don't enjoy, leave the building that you're sleeping I, I children in. I enjoy walking, but yeah. I mean, like, come the fuck on, man. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to walk a block every time I'd have to go check on, you know... Just kill them right away so you don't have to worry. Exactly. No, they're dead. <laughs> you know, I don't want to check on you. Just go over there and give a stab, stab, stab. Okay, you did. Yeah. Hey, some fucking green one broke in and stabbed my kids. And then enjoy the rest of your vacation. <laughs> I think you can get away with saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that. That's a racial epithet. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I say greenhorn. People look at me and go, "Oh yeah, huh? White pride, <laughs> MAGA." <laughs> uh, I feel like I want to get a hat that just goes "Make America," eh, again. Yeah. <laughs> just to piss off a few people. Yeah. Make but America yeah. all right. If it again. if it looks like a MAGA hat, if it's red and has the same like font, people won't even read it and they'll just assume it's a Make America green oh, yeah. hat. So. You'll just get accosted in the street. I'll just put the words make and then just a bunch of random symbols. <laughs> make and... Make da 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 make, da make and then just slam my head off the keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's basically how she got taken and then the police trying to prove... Did Liam Neeson join in on this? No, that's why they haven't found her. That's they should call Liam but Neeson. That kid's been getting railed for probably ten years now. Oh, <laughs> definitely stolen and sold and still sold to some like oil baron in like Saudi Arabia or some shit. <laughs> but like this oh, happened in like two thousand seven, I think, and they still haven't found oh, yeah, anything. She, she so did. like, how she you, yeah, if she's still alive, how the fuck would you ever find her? Um, you have no idea what she looks like at this point. I mean, she was three years old yeah. then. Um, yeah, I mean, age progression and whatnot could help, but, I mean, you, you're talking a world of, what, 7 billion? Yeah, and, like, even with an age progress photo, like, you could probably find a million kids that look similar to the fucking photo you come yeah. up with. Uh, yeah, I had someone, I think, come into the bar one time. They were like, I'm looking for my friend. She's blonde, blue eyes. Where's She's wearing yoga pants. Hitler's dream. Like, 
And I'm looking around. I'm like, are you shitting me? Blonde, blue eyes, yoga pants. There's like yeah. eight women in here. <laughs> I got a bunch for you. You don't even need to find her. Take one of these. Yeah, just take one of those. <laughs> Uh, I'll be your dog. <laughs> I'll be your dog. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna finish it. It, uh, it honestly, like after hearing what you said, I, I suggest don't finish it now. Yeah, I don't think I'm. Gonna you know what? Don't don't give Netflix the ratings. That's true. No, fuck them. Need go, watch triple, go watch Triple Frontier. You'll like it better. Yeah, it'd probably take the same amount of time as it would to watch the last two episodes because each episode's a fucking hour long. Yes. So so yeah, you 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 would much rather enjoy that or the dirt. Yeah. Um, so the only other thing I watched is another Netflix original. What was it? Uh, oh, God. It's a new comedy show that Megan started watching, and then I, she uh, started it over. Speaking of comedy it. shows, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I saw it on Instagram today. Apparently, Trailer Park Boys yes. is doing an animated series now. Yes, it, it comes out, like, tomorrow, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I saw that, and I was like, it was one of those things that you, I open up my phone... Saw like a couple seconds of it and then it refreshed. Right, yeah. And I went, oh fuck. <laughs> where was it? And I was just like, where was it? Up, like, where the fuck was it? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I need to send this to Andrew. <laughs> See, uh, so Megan remembered that the last season of regular Trailer Park Boys ended with them turning into cartoons, which I didn't remember at all. So I thought this was just like a separate series that they're doing where they're cartoons instead. But apparently, like, but now that she reminded me of that. I think it's just the next season of Trailer Park Boys is cartoon, is cartoon, which is really weird. I mean, so, it's, it's weird, but the other thing is you get to bring Leahy back. Yeah, and they've been going for fucking ever. Might as well try something different. Like it's, this would be like the twelfth season yeah. or something like that. Like it's yeah. been going for a long time. So um, yeah, so I don't know if maybe we're not getting a live action season this year, or if this is the if they're doing this and a live action season. Who knows? But I will. Definitely gotta check it out. Uh, I, I would like to. I want to see it because yeah. from what I saw, the animation looks great. Yeah, yeah. So uh, hopefully, be checking that out. But the show that we did watch, yes, it's what called did... it's called Working Moms. Working Moms. It is. I heard of that. It is like written. It's created and written and starred in by Maureen Ponderosa. No, it's always sunny. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, and uh, so she's like the main character, and it's her and like two of her best friends basically, and they all have. Uh, very young children and it's like them the season starts with them like just going back to work like while, while having kids no shit but it's like a comedy like not, not sitcom-esque I guess because there's no like laugh track no right but there. it's, it's kind of sitcom-esque yeah. meets it's kind of like a sunny the, the same format of like it's always sunny in Philadelphia a comedy show just, like a, that. just cartoon it's not no a cartoon. it's not a cartoon oh it's not working a cartoon. moms is not a cartoon oh okay I thought we, were, we thought we were still on the cartoon everything's thing. a cartoon now. no it's not a cartoon are we a cartoon <laughs> stop like, looking out the window <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I'm transforming. My, my beard went from here to just a black block. <laughs> yeah, I got a black cloud stuck to my face. Uh, so yeah, uh, I, I just do this and just paint marks go all over my hand. <laughs> uh, so uh, we watched the first three. Ep- she had already watched the first five, but then when she asked if like I would give it a shot, uh, we watched the first three from the beginning. First is the first season is out on Netflix, and I think it's ten episodes. And what was this called again? Working moms. Working moms. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna no have to no G. I don't think. I think it's literally working, working moms. Yeah. Working moms. Um, okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. But yeah, it was it was pretty funny. I like went into it thinking I was like it was probably gonna be like very women oriented and like it would probably be. I'm sure it's way more enjoyable and funny if you. Uh, if you're like a mother that's had a child or something like that, I'd probably appreciate it a lot more. Of course. But uh, even like for me, it was still there was still plenty of funny parts and I thought it was worth worth watching. Um, it was a pretty well done show, so we'll probably continue with that. It's like twenty two minute episodes, so it's quick. Oh, all right. 
pretty much like sign. Yeah. You just blast right through it. Right, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's all I have besides some wrestling. I checked out Raw and SmackDown this week. I, did, I caught the highlights. Caught the highlights. All right. I did catch the highlights. I didn't make any notes about any other highlights, but the big thing this week, really. Well, actually, I should probably mention the Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, Charlotte thing. And ever since you showed me that video behind the scenes of Ronda Rousey yes. talking shit like that, I want her out of wrestling so bad. Oh, now yeah. I'm hoping that like she's quitting after WrestleMania. Because she obviously doesn't enjoy it. What I heard, uh, I don't, I don't know if it was Dave Meltzer, the reporter for it, but I remember him saying, "I think she signed only a one-year deal from like WrestleMania to WrestleMania." Right. Yeah. Okay. Because her first match was WrestleMania right, last yeah. year. Yep. So we're we're at a year now. So it could happen. You know, and dreams could come true. And I, I don't know how this whole triple threat thing is going to go because what I saw on SmackDown. Changes that whole equivalent, that was but very weird. we'll go in chronological order uh, and yeah. we'll so, so start off with Raw. So they they announced uh, the first ever female main event for yes. WrestleMania. Yes, and they so did. So the Charlotte, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, uh, Raw Championship, Women's Championship match yes. is going to be the main event of WrestleMania. Which, don't get me wrong, I feel like it was way overdue. Like they should have had at least maybe within the last like... Five years. Three to five. Yeah. You know, I just wish that Ronda Rousey wasn't a part of it because she doesn't deserve it as a wrestler. No, and I think Becky Lynch actually says that when in her promo. She says, like, you know, you had all the money thrown at you. You had all this other stuff. And she says something about, like, boring the people. Yeah, it's all true. It is. It's all true. You know, because what it is... Promos she, are the best when, it's actu- when they're actually stating, like, behind-the-scenes truths. Like, everyone yes. knows that this shit is actually true, but they're working into a storyline. That's yes. when promos work the best. It does. Yeah. Like the whole like Miz and Daniel Bryan shit when they were going at it and you couldn't tell what was real and what was fake no. without like hating each other. Those were like let like the talking smack rant that Miz went on about like uh sa- like wrestling safely and like oh yeah not injuring himself and shit like that. That was like a, one of the most epic promos. Was, oh, was he was like having an, a complete fit. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, wow, this this might be real right now. Like <laughs> yeah. he might just be going off the cuff. Is Miz gonna just beat the piss out of Daniel Bryan? He's gonna beat the shit out of a crapple. <laughs> a crapple. <laughs> a crapple. <laughs> He's a cripple crap. <laughs> well, technically, he was at that point. Yeah. Daniel Bryan was because he yeah. wasn't medically clear. And his fucking life. Give him a tap on the skull and just fucking seize him up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the kiss of the dragon. <laughs> oh, uh, man. I haven't thought of that. Wow. That was a good one. Great movie. It is. Uh, um, but, yeah, uh, I don't remember anything else too exciting on Raw. Um, no, I don't remember anything that really, like, jumped out. I think the only thing that... Uh, what was it was it Roman Reigns talking about Drew McIntyre like accepting the match? Yeah, he accepted the match. It, yes, he was like Roman accepts the match, and then he said like he basically told him not to t- uh, talk shit about his family or something like that. Like yeah. yes, Joe, and uh, so yeah, then he like beat the shit out of him. Um, what was the other thing I just thought of? So oh yeah, uh, Finn faced uh Bobby Lashley and uh what's his name uh, Jinder Mahal yeah in a handicap match and won. Yeah. So uh, he's going for the Intercontinental belt at WrestleMania, I believe, yes, because of that. Yes, Bobby Lashley. Yes, Bobby Lashley, yeah. So uh, hopefully that'll be good. Hopefully he gets yeah. the belt back. Um, he needs The man needs gold. He should have had it for way longer anyways. Oh, yeah. Maybe I mean, don't get me wrong. Lashley. I'm happy he has the IC title. Right. 
Well, he does not right now. Not yeah. now, but yeah. he did. Yeah. Short stint, he but should, he did. He should get it back, and it should, should be a longer uh, championship reign. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, you're, you're talking about one of your top wrestlers right now where most people don't really even relate to Bobby Lashley no. anymore. no. He's you not. Know, he doesn't excite the people. It's oh, not even like, like yeah, he gets booed as a heel, but he was getting booed when they were trying to push him in his face because people just don't want to see him. Well, that's exactly what it is because um, I remember when he first came back. Even you and I mentioned it on a previous episode. We were saying like the the days of like the beefy guy are dead and over with now. Right. Like their their version of like in shape big guy yeah. is like a guy like Rollins or right. Roman Reigns where or like McIntyre. Or Drew McIntyre, yeah. they're not these beasts yeah. like Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, uh, Braun Strowman. Like yeah. those days are gone now. Yeah. Like, the, the, like, I mean, they're not gone. They yeah. still are around. But they shouldn't. All the big guys shouldn't just be forced to the top because they're big. Because no. that doesn't impress people anymore. No, people are way more critical of actual wrestling talent nowadays. Th- that's what people it is. have grown up with wrestling their entire lives. Yeah, they don't want to see the Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant anymore. Right. They don't want to see, um, what is it, Randy Savage versus the Ultimate Warrior. They yeah. don't want to see these big jacked out dudes. And people are no longer amazed by the feats of strength that these dudes no. do. Like. No one's impressed anymore by Bobby Lashley's stalling suplex where he just holds the guy straight up in the air for like five seconds. Like, yeah. No one gives a fuck. No, like when he came back, yeah. it was good because like he's he does it one arm, he's calling on the crowd. Yeah. And you're like, oh fuck, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. But That's, that's all you it. got. That's, that's all, all you got, sir. If that's all you got, like yeah. you need a better finishing move. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and then he went back to the spear in short order. But both like how yeah. many how many people are gonna have a spear for a fucking finisher, man? Yeah. I'm so done with spears. Yeah. Let one guy have it at a time. Yeah. Like fuck. Like, like even Edge when he went to the spear sucked because his the, when he used to do the execution it was way better. Oh, that I fucking, love like, sit out DDT was amazing. I love oh, the yeah. execution. And then like I stopped watching wrestling and then like whenever I checked back in I was like Edge is doing a fucking spear as a finisher. Mm-hmm. How boring is that? Yeah. Like you went from a cool a unique finisher that no one else did a move like that what was the to other a spear. One? What was the uh, the one that uh, when he was with Christian? Christian had his own finisher. The unprettier. Unprettier. Yeah. It was uh, what is it? Um, uh, Imperial Imperial DDT. Uh, that was the one sure. where he put his head behind it and he like spun around like. Yeah, that, that's right? the unprettier. I don't know like what the regular wrestling. I, I think is. that was, I think it was Imperial DDT. Okay, yeah. But I know when he hooked the arms and like dropped down. That's a good finisher. Devastating move. But then eventually it got to the point where I think he was doing like a... What the hell was he doing as a finisher? It was just, it was just a regular DDT or like a... Like Probably, a, yeah. Or like a sweep, sweep leg DDT or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, that's garbage. Yeah, no shit. Like, no, one does, no one's done the... I haven't seen anyone do that move in WWE since Christian did it back no. in the day. Back in like fucking 06, probably the last oh, time yeah. he did it. Um, you, know, you you don't see those things anymore. Those like someone things. should bring one of those back nowadays. Oh yeah, someone should do an education well, type DDT. Well, what's or a, the uh, what's the other one that you and I were talking about? What was it uh, Andrade? Oh the the uh, uh, was chicken. it Andrade or, or uh, Rey Mysterio that did the finisher? Oh the Canadian the Canadian destroyer. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. Like Rey Mysterio basically has been doing a Canadian destroyer, not even as a finisher, but he's been doing it like. As a counter, yes. where he'll be like he'll be like in the powerbomb position and then roll over their back and flip him into a pile driver. Yeah. So yeah, like I, that's the, I don't think they'll let anyone else do that. They let like only Rey Mysterio do it and only to Andrade because they're both so talented. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, because you have to be super talented to be able to take it. Basically, like it's really more on the dude who's taking the move because he's 
pretty much doing the entire motion. He's pretty much backflipping with someone on his back. Yeah. That's like, the other person's not really doing anything. It's no. Not, it's not a move you could actually force someone into if you were fighting someone. No, because, I mean, like, you look at certain moves, like the Styles Clash and stuff like that. But we saw before the Styles Clash, uh, what was the name? James Ellsworth. Yeah, oh, God. He almost got his fucking neck broken. That was terrifying. Because he, he was supposed to tilt his head back. Yeah, he's supposed no. to look up as high as high as you can, and he fucking looks down at the last second. I yep. was like, oh, my God. And you see AJ Styles turn out of it. Yeah. Like, he he drove his knee into <laughs> yeah, the mat. He, he, like, picked up one leg and, like, tried to jump off one foot and, like, turn sideways so that he didn't fucking fold this dude's head into his chest and kill him. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, that would have been so devastating. But, yeah, he, like... It's been there hasn't really been any close calls since then. Everyone's been been, been like pretty, pretty smart tight, about it, pretty tight about things. But yeah, he, he obviously his rest, he was not up to snuff with his wrestling abilities. Yeah. <laughs> fucking James Ellsworth. No, he was not. Um, uh, so continue. Uh, Raw that pretty much ended. Yeah. Uh, didn't it? What is it? Triple H came out. Triple H said he was putting his uh, career on the mat on the line. Is that what he was talking about? Yeah. I, I watched like the first two minutes. And I was like really like ending the show with this terrible promo, and I fast forwarded like until yeah, the promo was over into the last match, which was a last man standing between Dean Ambrose and Drew McIntyre. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so I didn't even watch. Yeah, the promo. The, the the he cut a promo saying that uh, Batista only wants to wrestle him if his career is on the line. Yeah. And- he was saying something like, you want it, you got it, or... He did, he did the... I remember one part of the promo at the beginning that I saw. He was reading off a piece of paper of, like, what Batista said. Yes. And it was the lyrics to Wannabe by Spice Girls. Oh, like, my. like Just like that video yes. that he showed. It was the... It, but he had, it had the printed out lyrics, and he said, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what... And he was, like, reading it. Yep. Like, oh, was, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, man. Give me what I want! <laughs> I want a ha! I want a ha! <laughs> I love at the end it's just ha 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 So yeah, it ended with the Drew McIntyre versus Dean Ambrose last man standing. New Dean Ambrose is going to lose again. We need some comfy and chairs. Yeah, yeah, no shit. No, we got we to gotta look into like those gaming chairs. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah, just yeah, like 300 it. bucks a piece. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put it down. I'd like to have a couple of chairs. Yeah. Uh, put some shit on the walls too. Uh, I'm not invested in decorating this place and get the fuck out of this shit hole. <laughs> like I'm not decorating shit. <laughs> nah, I'll let all the barking spiders do it. Let the let the let the animal take over the house. <laughs> let the let nature reclaim what this is theirs. <laughs> nature reclaim its land. <laughs> yeah. There's just fucking vines growing like out of the closets and shit. <laughs> it's like fucking Jumanji. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, open up the bedroom door, you go, honey, where did we get a lion? <laughs> Start singing to the floor like quicksand. Yep. Somebody roll the dice. Roll the fucking dice. Roll the fucking dice. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I'm assuming that Dean Ambrose's last hurrah is going to be a Shield reunion at WrestleMania. I'm guessing. I feel it's like that's something. I, it's going to be something where Shield gets involved and helps out Rollins. Yeah. I'd probably say like maybe like a a three time finisher. Yeah. Or a Shield bomb yeah. to end it. Yeah. Or and, a, fi- a three-time finisher into a shield bomb. Yeah, as he's stumbling around. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see a, a spear, a Superman punch. They're gonna have to real really fuck up the ref for this one. Oh yeah, they're gonna flick they're, his nose so he passes out for yeah. three hours. Yeah, they're gonna have to do something, but you're gonna see you're gonna see it end with uh, a curb stomp. Yeah, and then a pin. Yeah. Um, when and then it, then it'll escalate to something else, and he'll he'll try to get a rematch or whatever. And, yeah, I, I know. I'm knowing I'm pantomiming <laughs> the hand talking motion, yeah. but no, people can't see that. Um, SmackDown, big fucking SmackDown this week. <laughs> so big fucking SmackDown. First of all, we had a championship change hands that was baffling. Well, well, that's the thing that threw me off because we're supposed to have a triple threat match. That's still happening. They showed it like during SmackDown. And everything they showed 
So what happened? Charlotte faced Asuka, and then it was for the championship, and the company was like, what? What's going on? This is for the championship? How did she get this match? And she beats Asuka. So Charlotte is now the SmackDown Women's Champion, and then they showed, like, the WrestleMania match, and, like, it's still on, like, triple threat for the Raw yeah. Women's Championship, and it shows Charlotte holding the belt. Like, the, the match is going forward as planned. Could you imagine if she won both? That's what I was thinking was going to happen. I was like... Are they going to try to unify it? I don't, that'd be weird, because they're trying to... Like, they they have they, they more did, championships. They did talk about unifying the tag division, though. Yeah, the, yeah, it is unified. Yeah, no, they, no, they're, they're talking about unifying it all together, though. Oh, like, like the women's division. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They want the men's division to be the same way now. Oh, really? So it's two sets of belts that can travel between both shows. Yeah. Which I find to be stupid because then you're not gonna have as many contenders now. Yeah, way less championship matches, way less people in the spotlight holding gold. Exactly. So like, it's hard to put people over when you have fucking like three belts in a whole division. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, the women's division is way smaller, so three belts is plenty. Yes. But uh, I'd be surprised. Like I thought about that, like them unifying it. Charlotte, I thought first. I thought Charlotte winning both championships at once. I wouldn't put it past them because Charlotte or Sasha Banks is the first to do everything as a woman in WWE. Yes. So if someone's gonna win two belts at once, it'll be Charlotte. But then I don't know if she will win it, and then they'll unify it because they had a women just one women's championship for years, and then like part of the women's revolution was having two separate belts. Yeah. So I don't know if they go back. It seemed like a step backwards. Yeah. Not that I really give a shit either way. No, no. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just trying to ponder it in my head right yeah. now. Like, what what avenue are they trying to go down yeah. to maybe, make this work? Uh, maybe they see it as, like, less of a step backwards because they do have the tag team championships now. So, True. Yeah, I never really thought of it that way. Yeah. Maybe they figured that two women's championships and tag team belts thins out the women's division too much, so one belt and tag team in a tag team championship would work better, but... Yeah, it would. I mean, but... I feel like you're cutting your nose off to spite your face, yeah. you know? Because, I mean, like, if you have two shows, I feel you should have two championships, one for each show. Right. You know, if you have a heavyweight championship, you need to have it for each show. Right. Which I still don't like the universal belt. There's talks Good that, news, you never have to see it, because fucking Brock Lesnar's had yeah. it for a year and a half. But uh, they were saying that, I guess, what is planned for after WrestleMania is they're going to reintroduce a new belt for SmackDown. Cool. They're going to do a completely all blue belt. Uh, so it'll be red brand, blue brand. Hardcore 24-7 rules. Oh, I want a <laughs> hardcore belt so bad. Yeah, yeah. I just want them to... I don't even want them to call it hardcore anymore. Just call it Extreme Rules. Yeah. yeah extreme Rules that. belt. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the thing I want. I want to see some... T- I want to see some, like, trash cans and some tacks. Oh, that one must have had an edge on it. Yeah. <laughs> get your cricket. <laughs> I'm, trash I'm the trash man. I throw coming, I throw trash all over the ring, and then I start eating garbage. <laughs> uh, so that was a big thing on SmackDown, surprising. And then, Which I still don't understand, but hey, you know what? The other writers. Yeah, and the other thing was the uh, Vince McMahon came out because uh, New Day was basically demanding an, expl- demanding an explanation from uh, Vince McMahon as to why Kofi isn't getting his shot at WrestleMania at the belt. Yes. So... Uh, he basically came out and he challenged. He said that Kofi was out of chances, but his brothers in the New Day could win him, uh, get him back into the match by winning a tag team gauntlet match, like two of which that Kofi's yes. already done himself. So they had a tag team gauntlet match. It was Xavier Woods and Big E, and they I don't even they started off against uh, uh, the Balor Club guys. Yes, um, and then they faced uh, who the fuck was it after that? That it was someone else, and then the Bar. And then uh, Usos the Usos. Last. And the Usos came out, and I called exactly what was going to happen. I was like, 
when they were facing the bar, I was like, they're going to beat the bar, and then the Usos are going to come out. And then the, since they've earned the Usos' respect after so many matches with the New Day, yeah. they're going to like lay down for him, basically. Yeah. Which they did. They didn't lay down and get pinned. They just said they forfeited and left. Yeah. So uh, Kofi is officially in for a WWE Championship match versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. So, and it's just one-on-one. Just one-on-one. Yeah. For the first time, finally. Yeah, I know. So uh, WrestleMania is shaping up to have some interesting matches. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a pretty stacked uh, WrestleMania this yeah. year. I really got to catch up on uh, NXT, too, because I probably missed the last three episodes. I haven't. I've, I haven't watched NXT in probably about maybe the last two to three weeks. Yeah, me neither. So I got to catch up on what's going on because, obviously, there's going to be a takeover the weekend of WrestleMania. Yes. So I got to catch up on the storyline to see what the fuck's going on. Yeah, so uh, do I. Because you know that takeover is going to be amazing because they always are. probably be better than WrestleMania because they always are. Yeah. <laughs> what happens? Vince needs to die and Triple H needs to take over. That's right. We can only hope. Yep. Um, <laughs> I think that's it for wrestling. I think so. Else? I don't think there's any other news that has come out or anything like that. All right. I have a quick reading thing before we move on. Go right ahead. I've been continuing with Star Do Wars. Do you want me to put some music on? No, nah, it's fine. Okay. It's quick. I've been continuing with Star Wars Aftermath. How is it? Uh, it's really good. I'm like two-thirds of the way through, three-quarters of the way through now, so pretty close to the end. Um but uh, now that I've gotten this far, like all the separate characters that you've been jumping to all over the place have gotten together. <laughs> now we definitely need new chairs. Oh, <laughs> all all the characters that I've been jumping around to have kind of like, a high protein diet. My friend, <laughs> oh, I was having some nat- like I was having farts today at work that were reminiscent of the protein farts I used to have for hours on end after eating a complete cookie. Like oh, those things God. would ravage my insides. Dude, I haven't eaten one of those in God knows how oh, long. Me neither. Long, they're delicious, but like oh, yeah. they're like after all the lawsuits and shit like that, they're obviously just cookies. Yeah, but they're good. They're yeah. worth getting for the taste alone. They're oh, so good. absolutely. Like the birthday cake ones are amazing. They're so good. I think my favorite probably has to be. It's, I don't want to say it's a tie because there's one that is a little bit better. I like the Snickerdoodle. Yes, yeah, so it was good. Better, but I do like their chocolate chip. Yeah, that was. It's a little dry. Yeah, that it's one is. It's a little dry. The birthday, that's what I like about the birthday cake one. It almost is kind of like, in the Snickerdoodle one is too, it's almost like undercooked because they're so thick. Yes. Like, it's, it's, that's what makes it like not so dry. Exactly. But they're delicious. But the chocolate chip, for some odd reason, it's, it, I only had, I think I maybe had one or two that were actually really enjoyable. Yeah. But I found it funny because um, when I was at the shop, this was well over probably a year or so ago now. Uh, one of the uh, former artists that used to work there, Brandy, she uh, she had one of those cookies. And she broke it in half and she put the rest in her bag and this and that. And I was like, you, you eat in half? And she that, goes, that's what the serving size is. And she goes, yeah, why? And I went, I eat that whole thing. And she goes, fuck yeah. She goes, I only I eat half and I'm full before I finish the half. Oh, fuck that. And I was like, nah, son. <laughs> no. Nah, man, you give me that and give me some, like, big thing of milk. I used to come to work and have, like, a bagel, one of those cookies, and a protein shake for breakfast. You are sure an, an animal. And there would be shit in my brains out for a couple say, hours. How, how do then you... Then I go straight home and shit my pants. How are you not 300 pounds? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The I way, haven't the, done that in a while. The way you eat scares me. <laughs> I've oh, I've scaled back a lot because I haven't been trying to gain weight for months now. But there was a long You're time... You're trying to get that Finn body. Oh, yeah, exactly. You're trying to lean out. Except I still like bread and shit like that, so it's never going to happen. I haven't had bread in weeks. Yeah? I didn't. I changed my diet. Yeah. And uh, no processed foods, no sugars, no snack foods, no nothing like that. All, yeah. f- all good stuff. Dropped 10 pounds. Yeah? Yeah, feel good. Nice. I, I, yeah, I did intermittent fast. I don't know why I'm itching like a fucking uh, heroin addict. <laughs> Talk about those here. cookies. That's what it is. Just, I'm going to stop on the way home. See, it's all William. Cookies, man. 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 C
Stats. Uh, <laughs> I dropped like 10 pounds unintentional. Like for my size, that's a lot, a lot of say, weight. That's a lot. I wasn't trying to really lose weight. I was just trying intermittent fasting to try dropping some like body yeah. fat. So I did that for like six weeks probably or something like that. And you saw results, obviously. Yeah, I didn't weigh myself at all until like the end of it. And then I weighed myself and I was down to like 163. I was like, holy shit. Because I had been up to like, not uh, when I was trying to gain weight and shit, I was up to like 181, 182. Wow. Um, I was probably around like 175 when I started the intermittent fasting. But then I stopped doing it because I swear to God, it's just not for me. I think it weakened my immune system because I went like two years without getting a cold or getting sick or anything I, like that. I remember that. You you got pretty sick for a little while. Yeah. Then I got then I got a cold in like beginning of December and then I started intermittent fasting in like January, mid-January, something like that. And then I got a cold again. And then I like almost started getting sick again. I was like, all right, I got to stop fucking intermittent fasting. I swear to God, it's this. So I stopped that. Like, I've, I've done intermittent. Uh, intermittent. 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 <laughs> uh, I've done uh, I've done fasting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like fucking my I've words. I've done intermediate fasting. I've done, inter- <laughs> I've done intergalactic fasting. <laughs> Only panther milk. <laughs> but I've done it before. I did it for maybe about three weeks to a month at one point. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, it is fucking hard. Yeah. Like, trying to cram as many calories. Well, not as many, but when you do your body weight times whatever and you, you have to eat a certain amount. Yeah. But you have an eight-hour window. Yeah. From noon until eight and then the you have 16 hours of nothing but water. Yeah. And I mean, like, dude, I was pounding. Some, some say black coffee as well. Yes. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, I was pounding nothing but fucking water, dude. And I just felt like, like, it was like, it was like almost like a bottomless pit. Yeah. Like no matter how much, how many bottles of water I drank, I was like, I'm not full. You stopped pissing it out immediately too. And, and, and that's what it was. Like, I was just like, okay. I mean, like, yeah, I dropped a couple pounds and yeah, I mean, I see like a, a good change, Yeah. but I was like not eating. Right. Yeah. And then, then especially during the day, especially if I had two, three appointments. Right. I'm not eating during the day as much. So now I'm going 20-something hours without eating anything. Yeah. And I'm maybe having one solid meal a day. Yeah. Yeah, which is severely unhealthy. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, you're, you're not feeding your body, excuse me, any nutrients whatsoever. That's why I think my immune system was so weak from not getting, like, not having fuel, basically, for half the day. Oh, absolutely. Um, you need to get that fuel. Yeah, get some fuel, baby. Get some fuel. And I drink all my meals, son. Yep. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about fuel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, another reason that I wanted to stop was, like, towards the end, I had noticed... Was it erectile dysfunction? Uh, yeah, I was completely <laughs> impotent. <laughs> That's a good word. I don't know why people use that more often. I know. I feel like it's gone out of the vernacular. You know what? Bringing it back. Bringing it back. I'm going to be talking about impotence all day. All day. <laughs> Fucking er day. Er day. All day er day. Uh, but I also noticed that, like, my strength had plateaued. Oh, it like, does. at the gym, which never had happened before. Like, I was always making some kind of progress. And it would be, like, especially on the weekends when I would go having, like, I would go in the mornings not having eaten anything. And I would just, like, exhaust so quickly. Oh, yeah. And, like, not be able to go up and wait from week to week. And it See, was for me, it's driving all, me nuts. For me, it was always uh, a cup of coffee and a banana on the way to the gym. Yeah. Because it just, it, I got enough in me. That I didn't get dizzy, I didn't get lightheaded, right. I had enough energy to put out. Yeah. But after the second I was done, I used to bring 
food with me. Yeah. Because the second I was done, I would just eat in the parking lot. Right, yeah. Like some street rat. <laughs> I would eat out of the dumpster. <laughs> I'm a trash <laughs> I'm a trash man. I started eating garbage. Uh, yeah, so uh, Star Wars Aftermath. <laughs> I don't know how we get on these I have tangents. No idea. Uh, but yeah, all the char- at the point in the story now, all the characters have like gotten together and they're basically about to enact like their big uh, rebel plan to try and like um, hit the Empire. Like that, uh, that pretty much focuses on the bounty hunter that they like you had followed around in the story a little bit has like an imperial target that's on this planet and they've all like gotten together and they're basically gonna rescue Wedge Antilles who's gotten like kidnapped by the Empire. Okay. And also try to take out this imperial target that the bounty hunter originally had, working with like resistance people. So uh yeah, it's getting good. We're about to get to like the climax basically where they're gonna enact their mission. So uh I'll probably finish that in the next like uh, week or two probably. I gotta start reading more. Yeah. Yeah, I be, I, I've been noticing it that I'm like, you know, especially like even Josh. Josh has some time where he reads a little bit and I'm yeah. like, fuck, man. Like, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I'm busy right now in right. the studio, so I got to draw. Yeah. But it just sucks because I'd love to have some time again to sit down and read. Even if I was just back into one comic book a week. Yeah. I think that's what I might actually start off with. Just reading... One comic book every Wednesday. You pick up like a trade and just read like a book at a time from the trade. Like yeah, to, to me that's too much though. I'm not. I'm saying read not a trade at the like the trade is a compilation of like whatever six books. Just read one of the books at a time, like you were buying the yeah. Ones. Yeah, I could do and that. It end up being way cheaper, and like it's been so long since we've been reading comics. There's like probably three or four volumes of trades out of oh, whatever absolutely. you want to read, so you could do well, you especially could get away with, that with for the a while. Uh, the rebirth that they did two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, uh, now we can get into some video games. Division, Division, Division. A, a little game called Division Two came out. Yes, it did. I've been. I played a shit ton, balls deep. I haven't played as much as I wanted. To, uh, yeah, but it is amazing. Yes, it's, it's fucking amazing. It is excellent. I absolutely love it. I so, I can definitely agree with a lot of the uh, the writers that are saying like it is by far the best shooting game. Oh, yeah, of all time. Of the like shared world shooters that have come out, Destiny One, Destiny Two, Anthem, mm-hmm. like games like that, it is by far the most complete package at launch as any of those. Oh yeah. All those games are like that genre had become known for being devoid of content at launch. Yes. Even Division One. Um, and now this is like a real complete game right at launch. Yeah. Um, so it's amazing. And, uh, it, and it's, I'm trying to figure out the the words to say because it's, uh, <laughs> I can't put it into words. I, I, I can't because like I grew up with Call of Duty and Battlefield. Yeah. And the way that those games were executed was amazing. Mm-hmm. And the way that they progressed over the years is amazing. This just fucking blows it away. This is like way more my speed. I've all, I was always like I played all the I played Call of Duty Battlefield yeah. all the time, of course, because that's what was there. But I was always more interested in third person shooters and third person action games. Yeah, first person. So third when third person cover shooters like became a thing, like when Gears of War came out and like they yes. had the first like real cover system like that. 
Uh, besides a little-known game called Kill Switch back on PS2 and original Xbox, which isn't very good to go back to nowadays, but no. they did it first. Uh, but like ever since first, they did it right. Ever since that happened, uh, I've really preferred uh, third-person cover shooters like that. And Division is pretty much the best one. Oh, ever. it is. Um, so how far have you gotten in Division so far? Uh, I'm at the White House. Okay, so right in the beginning. So I started right in the beginning. <laughs> okay, I uh, I saw you uh, you on. Uh, might have been earlier last week. Yep. Might have been like a, it was Tuesday. Yeah. It was a Tuesday night. Okay. Uh, and, uh, I saw that you were already at that point. I think you were like level four or level five or something like that. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Good news. This past Saturday. Yes. I hit level 30. You suck! (laughs) (laughs) I hit level 30 on Saturday and moved to World Tier 1 on Sunday. And now I'm at World Tier 2, about to hit World Tier 3. Wow. So, (laughs) when you you hit level 30... um, I'll call you. Not yet. (laughs) Yeah, once you get to Endgame, there's going to be tons of crazy shit for us to do. But, uh, I mean, I can still play with you at level 30. It scales, so it doesn't matter. uh, Well, the good thing is, I mean, you compared to all three of us, well... Be four of us, yeah, four, yeah. Of, four of us playing. Yeah, but the other three, you know, my uh, my father, my brother, and myself included, uh, you're gonna be team leader. Yeah, I'm gonna be fucking animal. I got my specialization and everything. Oh yeah, shop you're, shooter. You're gonna be leading. <laughs> you're gonna be leading us into what's going on. Yeah. Um. But the the way the game works when you get to like the end game, basically. Uh, once you hit 30, yeah. you don't automatically switch over to like gear, the gear score rating. Okay. That doesn't happen until you beat all the strongholds. So one of the, each, each, uh, faction has a stronghold and, uh, uh, the first one's at like level 26 and there's one at 28, there's one at 30. Once you beat the level 30 stronghold, which is Capitol Hill, then as soon as you beat it, it says advancing to world tier one. So like you're level thirty already when you're doing that mission, and then once you beat that mission, it advances you to world tier one. So it like reloads you into a new instance of the world, and it's world tier one. Okay. Um, and then it's converted to gear score. So basically, at that point, once I advance to uh, world tier one, world tier one's gear score is two fifty to three hundred, and um, the gear you'll be wearing like once you finish that stronghold. Uh, what, what I had on anyways was like around 235. Yeah. Um, and then you have to get to uh, 275. To un- so once you do that, you've probably seen it in trailers. Yes. The world gets invaded by this other faction it's called, called the Black, tu- Black Tusk. Black Tusk. Yeah, so that happened. Once you beat that stronghold, then like the whole map gets invaded by Black Tusk. All the strongholds get taken over by Black Tusk. And so that's how you advance world tiers from there or there on. So you're in world tier one. Once you get to gear score 275... It unlocks the first inv- invaded uh, stronghold. So you have to do two missions that are linked to the stronghold, beat both of those invaded missions, and then you can do the invaded stronghold if your gear scored uh, 275. So then when you, once you beat that, the first invaded stronghold, it advances to world tier 2. And then the gear score is 300 to 350. And then once you get to 325 and beat the other two missions for the stronghold, you beat that stronghold, it advances to world to world tier 3. And then you do the last uh, stronghold and advances to world tier 4, which is the highest right now. So the highest world tier is 4, the highest gear score is 450. Uh, that's like the, that's the cap right now. Um, but they just announced in the State of the Game podcast yesterday that uh, uh, Friday, April 5th, in the new update, uh, world tier 5 is going to come out and push the cap to 500. So, uh, really, yeah. So, as of today, I'm in world tier two. I've beaten both the missions to unlock the second invaded stronghold, and I'm at 
gear score 328. So I'm so next time I play, I'm going to beat the stronghold and move up to world tier 3. So I'd say by the end of this weekend, at least by at latest by next Tuesday, I'll be in world tier 4, like ready for the update to world tier 5. No shit, huh? Yeah. So I actually put like I put in uh, I think my my play time up until today that I've put in already is 43 hours. No shit. Yeah, I think it took like I think it took like thirty two or thirty thirty two to like thirty five hours to get to uh, World Tier One, basically. So like the main story and like a bunch of side shit and stuff like that to get to level thirty and beat all the strongholds. It was like thirty two to thirty five hours. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, so you don't have to say no into the mic. I can't shake my head and not say something at the same, at the same time. <laughs> Give me a fucking thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> Sparks flying out. <laughs> So uh, so yeah, I got my I chose my specialization, and you can switch between the specializations at will. Really? Uh, but the thing is that you earn uh, you earn skill points for the specialization skill trees separately. So you earn skill points by completing missions and by leveling up. Once you're already max level, you still fill the XP bar and get field proficiency field proficiencies like the first game. Okay. So every time you've get a field proficiency you get three skill specialization points and every time you beat a main mission you get five um but you only get them for the uh, specialization you currently have equipped so you kind of have to level them each up separately like you can switch between them as you want but you have to level them each up separately uh so i'm just working on the sharpshooter skill tree right now nice uh i probably have like a quarter of the skills unlocked it's like 160 skill points to fill out the whole thing i have like 40 like around 40 um so i have the sweet 50 cal uh, sniper rifle and shit like that. It downs yellow named bosses in a single headshot. It's a fucking absolute beast. Holy shit. It's ridiculous. Wow, you are leading the pack now. Oh yeah, it's gonna be fun. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I have all like all the skills unlocked except for like a handful because I have a few shade tech caches, caches to get. So I have all the skills unlocked but then you use shade tech caches to get the variance of each skill. Like once you've unlocked the base okay. model. And so I have a few left that I haven't gotten but I have like all the skills that I would ever use I unlocked early. Uh, but mostly I've been running around with, uh, while I was leveling, I was running around with the healing chem launcher, which is like super overpowered for a self heal. Like the chem launcher, like little gun thing that shoots like, yes. it has like corrosive, uh, thing like armor one. It has a healing one. I've been using the healing one and you can use it on yourself basically when you're in cover and instead of shooting it, he just like drops the health thing right next to him and it makes like a bubble of healing. And if you and you have three uses of it, and they recharge like one at a time, so you can use it twice in a row and put two bubbles that stack healing on top of each other. And if you put like two or three on top of each other, they heal for like five seconds apiece. You can just stand up out of cover while people are blasting you and heal through it as you're fucking destroying people. So if you so as you're leveling up, when you're picking skills to unlock, I would recommend getting the, the healing chem launcher. It makes like soloing super like way easier. All right. Also, if you have if you having trouble dying a lot and you're soloing, if you get the hive skill, okay, that like weird grenade looking thing, uh, there's a reviver variant, and you can self revive if you're playing by yourself. Really? So if you have that and you're playing by yourself, you can get downed and then revive yourself instead of just dying immediately when like when you're not in a group. Okay. So a couple of helpful things. I I use the seeker mind like most of the time. I had the chem launcher and then I had like an offensive one, so I was using. Regular seeker mines for a while, and I tried like the uh, cluster seeker mines, which would break up into like four smaller mines. And all the skills have mods now, like you've seen, they have mod slots. So uh, uh, you can get like you can get slots that add more mines to, so you can have more than one seeker mine at a time and shit like that. Oh shit! So you can throw out like three cluster mines that each break up into into four little seeker mines and shit like that, and just litter the battlefield with explosions. All uh, right. So there's plenty of cool shit. Um, 
But yeah, uh, I'll probably be on most of the weekend. So if you hop on at all, you yeah, see we'll, me on, uh, just text me real quick and we'll yeah, group we'll, up. We'll try to set everything up probably for this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be pretty good. I'll fucking I'll just whatever like well whatever missions you got, we'll just go by like your map and shit, and we'll yeah. go back and do everything. Should be able to. I don't know how like the scaling works. I don't know if you get brought up to my level or if you're the group leader. I go like in between to your level, or if we I just meet somewhere in the middle. I'm not sure how it works. I don't. I don't know how it works. I think I remember it kind of like breaking down the middle. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if they change it. I've literally not been in a group this entire. I haven't played with anyone no. yet in, in division. Forty three hours. It's all been by myself. That's impressive, though. <laughs> it's very impressive. Uh, yeah, it felt good to actually for the first time when a game first came out to hit level cap within like its launch window. Yeah, like because I've never been at the cap waiting for an update, and I wanted to actually get to that point. So as long as I get to World Tier Four by next Friday, I'll be like right there for the new content. So no shit, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and once I do that, like, and there's tons of end game content to do stuff. There's like 10 or 12, like hunters that you have to, that you can try to find. And then you get their masks. Like, I don't know if you've seen any videos or anything no. with like guys wearing like crazy ass masks that you can get. You have to like do all kinds of weird shit to get these hunters to appear and then kill their, like the hardest enemies in the game. And then you kill them and you get their mask. Uh, so there's that to do at end game. There's like, obviously all the invaded missions you can do on regular, uh, hard mode and then once a week you can do challenge mode which basically gives you like better drops or like a better chance to drop better things and then also in the update next week they're putting out heroic difficulty which is the hardest difficulty harder than challenge difficulty and there's no checkpoints throughout the entire mission so if you're by yourself and you die you gotta start the whole thing over again or if you're with a group and you all get down you gotta start the whole thing over again oh, so it sounds brutal that is very brutal <laughs> Uh, and also, like, what I'm going to do when I'm at the level cap is uh, get try to get the exotic weapons that are out there. So uh, I have one, the lullaby, that came with, like, my pre-order yes. bonus, the lullaby shotgun. But the three that you can get, like, in the world that aren't pre-order bonuses or anything like that are Ruthless, which is a, a rifle. Uh, the best one, I think, the best gun in the game, I think, right now is Chatterbox. It's basically like a modified P90 uh, okay. submachine gun. And it just fucking, like, I've seen videos of people using it in the dark zone on, like, other players. And it kills them in, like, one second. Like, super, it just melts their armor down and they're, just, they're dead. It's so ridiculous. Um, and then the other one is a sidearm called Liberty. So okay. I actually, got, I actually got a lucky drop while I was leveling and got one of the pieces you need to craft Liberty. So I've already got a chunk of it there. All right. But Chatterbox and Liberty, you got to find three pieces and the blueprints and then you can craft them. And then uh, for Ruthless, it's just a uh, boss drop on one of two missions. Okay. So, uh, which if you do on like challenge difficulty, has like a really good chance to drop. So, um, there's plenty of tons of end game stuff. Like once you hit the level cap, that like that was one of the big complaints of the first game and most games like that. Destiny two, one and two is like once you hit the level cap when the game first came out, not really much to do, no. not really much to strive for. But this yeah, game, because even when you and I played Destiny for a little while, I was like, this just doesn't interest me. You yeah. know? like it was kind of another shooter game, but at the same time, it wasn't. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this game's loaded with content. You're not gonna run out of shit to do no. anytime soon. And Absolutely not. I've been watching the state of the game each week, where they keep you like it's by Ubisoft, and they keep you updated with like what's coming as soon as they can announce shit, which they announced yesterday, the big update with World Tier Five, and they announced like all the bug fixes or bugs they're working on and shit like that, known issues and stuff like that. So no shit, huh? really good support for the game and everything like that, like by the company. So it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a good run for a long time. On, awesome. On this division stuff. Um. But yeah, I think that's pretty much all I had. Yeah, I don't have anything. All right, then. Well, well, let's see. Uh, oh, this makes some sense. I guess we're going to close the show with Livewire by Motley Crue.
as always, you can get our episodes every Tuesday when I put them up. You can get them on iTunes where you can rate and review us. You can get them on any podcast app or you can stream or download it from our website, nerdipa.com. You can email us at podcast at nerdipa.com and you can follow us on Instagram and Snapchat at nerdipa podcast. See ya! We are free, little